Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. What kind of practicer are you? Ooh, um, I'm, well, you know what? I'm more of a practitioner than a practicer. But if I had to choose from the seven types of practicers, I'm going to have to listen to find out what they are. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily music advice coming at you remote. That's how we do it now. Coming at you today from each other's houses. Not each other's, from our own houses. I'm not <laughs> no, I'm, at your I'm, house I'm, and you're I'm not coming from Adam's house. We, we got so bored. We switched <laughs> houses. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're still uh, sheltering from home, as we hope all of you are safely. Yes. And uh, But we got our live stream game going, and we have our... Uh, podcast game going on and we're streaming also on Instagram as we record this so as people are listening to this tomorrow I think is when this is going to air right is it wow. tomorrow I hope so that would be I think, fun I, I think right straight away yeah uh, yeah you can uh, you should have been live on Instagram to check this out um, and so today we're going to talk about uh, I, I have this little funny list of maybe seven different kinds of practicers now caveat I have been or am currently one of these seven kinds of practicers at some point. Yes. And I think we all have been That's at right. some point one of these kinds of practicers. But have we have you ever been all seven of these types at the same time or even two or three? That would be crazy. I've been a couple at the same practice session. Yeah. Ah. For sure. Okay. That's yeah. kind of uh that's sort of like my cabling problem I'm having in my studio right now. That's that's a lot of stuff going on at the same time, right? Yeah, you have, you know, some people have like a rat's nest of cables. You have like a bear trap. Of Man, cables. it's so bad. I didn't even show you the other side of, uh, I showed some of the Instagram folks for those of you guys listening on the podcast. You Ooh. know what? I have a studio, a little basement studio now that I, the, the thing about it is, is it's, it's, everyone's been having to kind of adapt, of course. And, and this is very minor what I'm dealing with compared to many, but uh, it's not like you can call up somebody like say Adam Manis, my friend and be like, can you come over here and help me? You know, so we're like, I'm like showing FaceTime. He's trying to show me how to set up no, stuff. Bro, I'm, I'm calling not, other people. I, I'm not going anywhere near you right now. <laughs> but the idea is that uh, I have a studio set up now that's made for an audio podcast. I mean, it's hopefully sounds great. You don't want to see it, though. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. We're talking about seven kinds of practicers today. Yeah. These are just kind of characters uh, that we've all been and personas that we possibly take on as we deal with the lifelong pursuit of uh, excellence in music. Lifelong pursuit means that we're practicing on the regular, and that means that we have a relationship with practicing that changes as we age, as we're in different stages, as we live in different cities, whatever it may be. And uh, I don't know, these were just some funny ones I thought of, just like characters. So the first one, I'll go first. The first one, the number one is the one and done. Uh, this, is the, this is the practicer... Who says something like, well, that ought to do it for the year. <laughs> right. You know, maybe you practice once a month and you feel pretty good about it. You know, no shame. We've all not had a lot of time. Right. And uh, not had time to practice. And I'm not sure about the, the no shame part, though. Hold on. There should be shame. Should. But I mean, I know that we're in a global pandemic it. and, the, and there's a, it's a crisis <laughs> going on, but we can still throw shame at people, right? Yo, man, everybody's practicing like crazy right now. What are I you know, that's about? true. But it's funny. When you said the one and done, I was thinking of... Uh, the other maybe it's kind of the other side of this, which is the uh, 
you know, like the great young basketball phenom that goes to Duke University, like Zion Williamson yeah. was a one. We have a lot of one and dones because their level's so high, they're ready to go pro, but they have to play one year of college. So I was thinking yeah, of that. Yeah. But but this type of practice is usually not at the elite level, wouldn't you say? Because I would agree. This is, <laughs> I mean, if you're at the elite level, so- you might be the zero and done. Yeah, this is someone who thinks they're really good and only needs to practice once a week, once a month, once right. a year. Oh, that uh, but do just it for the year. Yeah, Love one it. and done. Yeah, yeah, Zion practices every day. So just so you know. <laughs> All right, number two. Number two is the overly scripted practicer. Uh, I just need to write out exactly how staccato I'm going to practice my staccato, and then I'm ready to practice. And this kind of goes with uh, with the overly prepared, or that never actually getting the overly scripted actually never gets into practicing. They do a lot of things around practicing like the pre- the preparation the finishing the documentation they're likely to have the most beautiful leather or pleather or vegan leather or leatherette bullet journal in which to script out right the overly scripted but in terms of actual sure. practice they're actually doing less than the one and done most likely right i think so i think that's a correct <laughs> assumption yeah right all right uh number three the one upper uh this is the <laughs> You know this one from oh, music yeah. school. Anybody who's ever been to jazz oh, school gosh. knows it's the person who's like, uh, oh, you practiced three hours today? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, today was a light day for me, so only 13 hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so that, uh, when I was at Juilliard, that was, the. this is, I think, the only, especially for the pianists, and the, they had the special air with the piano rooms, this was, like, if somebody saw you coming out, like, if you walk by and you saw somebody coming out of the practice, like, starting to get up, they'd go right back because no one wanted to be seen leaving a piano. They were only playing the piano at all times. So the one-upper, that's, that's, that leads to a lot of uh, injuries, I would say, right? Yeah, I think so. With people trying to outdo themselves, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, number four, we've got the jammer. Uh, this is kind of like the, you know, I should work on some fundamentals, Right after I blow through 150 choruses of the F blues, no head. So this is like they're all about, you know, we've talked about before on here uh, how important it is to practice performing, especially when there's no gigs like right now. Right. Um, But, you know, this is more like they're doing this pandemic or not. They're all about the jam. They're all about the performance. They're not about the the uh, definitely not about scripting anything or one up anyone. They just want to they love the music. So I like this one, actually. And you can go in and out of this. But if you get stuck as the jammer, you are not going to make a lot of progress. You're going to gain a lot of confidence in what you already know how to do, I would say. But yeah, you're not yeah. going to make a lot of progress. You're going to have a lot of fun. You can be very connected with the music. But you better you better hope you're like Chick Corea before you become the jammer. And are you really practicing performance if you play 150 choruses of F Blues with no head? No. I mean, would you ever perform 150 choruses of F Blues with exactly. no head? So, uh, I mean, you know, it's fun, but I think you got to be careful. If you're spending every session just like heading into there will never be another you, it's not going to be good. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I was just looking at you over on the Instagram, and I'm sorry I told you before. This will be super interesting for the podcast uh, listeners, but um, I still hear you coming out of that, and that was me with that. I'm sorry about that, Adam. I falsely accused you before, but I've got the volume all the way down, so what can I do? It's, it's all good, man. I plugged in my headphones. <laughs> oh, good. The, oh, that's a good uh, actual idea. phone. So, that's yeah. A good idea. This know. is such good podcasting right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, man. What kind of beverage do you have there? See, I can see you there. Is that a is that I a just cranberry have some carbonated, vodka? 
<laughs> no, just well, cranberry and soda with no vodka. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not nice. as fun. Nice. Uh, okay, uh, number five. Oh, I love U- this one. This is a the classic. YouTuber. This one maybe cuts a little close to the bone for us, possibly. <laughs> this is yeah. the guy who's uh, he starts off every practice session with, "Hey guys, like and subscribe to watch all of my drop two practice videos." <laughs> Um, yeah, and yeah, that's that me. <laughs> it was only you yesterday in selected days. We're not going to say that's always you, right? Um, no, but but there, but this is like, yeah, but you're producing, you're helping out, you're actually practicing separately, and then you're helping others to practice. So I wouldn't say you're the YouTuber. That I was thinking when you first put this down, the YouTuber is like they can only practice along if somebody is doing it, holding their hand. And I know you did a wonderful thing with the guy to practice live yesterday. That was so awesome. And literally, I was like in my mind, you know how I when we might have to. Have a different type for this i'm the type of practicer that's not on the seven list at times where it's like i'm done for the day i feel you know like you feel like you've gotten a certain amount accomplished and you're like cool i'm, I'm done with the, with practicing for the day but i was so inspired by your guided practice session i was like ah shizzy i gotta go back oh, and uh, here we jump go. in a little bit of that drop to uh with that calming you know gps voice man what was i gonna do what were you going to do? Yeah. Hey, Pete, we got a lot of questions here on the Instagram. Uh, oh, awesome. Why don't we, uh, we're, we're going to go offline after this podcast recording and take some, take okay. some of these questions. Cool. Uh, but awesome. not now. Not now. We're going to continue on here with uh, number six. Okay. Number six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, this is the, uh, of our seven kinds of practicers, this is the just found out about Coltrane changes or just found out about anything cyclical or just found out about the George Coleman 36251 yeah. substitution. Uh, yep. It's like, you know, they got to figure out a way to throw some of those Coltrane changes on anything, even if it's, you know, embraceable you or Misty or whatever. And they put it on everything, the one thing that they practiced. Um, so they do that on the gig, but they also do that when they practice. And that's why it comes out on the gig. Every single turnaround is Coltrane changes. Every two five is the Coltrane changes. Right, right. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that could be anything. All right, yep. and we have one more. Number seven of our list of seven kinds of practices. This is the Jaded Pro, and it's simply <laughs> a work it out on the bandstand. <laughs> it doesn't practice. Right, right, right. So that is a type of, it's more of a type of non-practicer, right? But That's this could right. also be, it's the Jaded Pro, but it could also be the Ultra Pro, right? Yeah, I mean, there, actually, there are a lot of pros who do this because you don't have time. You're traveling and then you're playing, and then yeah, you're traveling yeah. and then you're playing. If you can get half an hour, you got it. Yeah, I'm thinking like like uh, you know, a gentleman like Herbie Hancock. Ever heard of him? Uh, he might be a combination of the jammer and the jaded pro, and he'd have no problem sounding incredible all the time. Like I'm sure he's playing a lot because he loves music, but he might just be jamming, and then he <laughs> definitely can work it out on the bandstand. I've seen him do that very successfully. So, <laughs> and sure. he could certainly layer in number one, the one and done. He'd have no problem with that. All right, we got a bonus on this? Yeah, I threw a little bonus on there. Um, All right, okay. before, we, before we do the bonus, though, let's yeah. uh, talk about OpenStudioJazz.com. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com yes. to get all of our courses. Uh, check out our new course, Jazz Piano Chords for Beginners. I don't know if you know this, Peter, but it's popping off. It is. And uh, get yours while well, it's hot off the uh, presses there. Jazz Chords for Beginners. I break down some very basic chords for all of y'all you can go to openstudiojazz.com yeah and that's part of our is that part of our choose what you pay it is part of our choose what you pay um, it's part of our choose what you pay initiative yeah every single thing that we're offering over at openstudiojazz.com you can choose what you pay just send us an email and pick your price and we will make it happen including uh, private two hour Skype lessons with Adam Manis right is that part of our choose what you pay nope 
Not going to happen. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, but we're super excited about that. And you know what? I have a little theory about the jazz chords for beginners, uh, beginners Adam. Uh, the reason it's popping off so much. I think we have a lot of horn players and a lot of singers, drummers. In fact, I know we do um, because some of them have been talking to us about that. But uh, I think there's even more than we realize, which is so cool because, you know, that really opens it up to not, not just um, beginner jazz players. You know, if you're an advanced uh, jazz pianist, there's probably it's probably going to be a little bit. It's definitely going to be basic for you. But if you're you know a saxophone player that's really good and needs to kind of brush up or wants to further develop and kind of go back to basics in terms of voicings and stuff, it's a pretty good fit, I would say. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. What's our bonus? Okay, our bonus is the, of our seven kinds of practicers is the kind that wakes until there is some kind of global crisis to start practicing. Um, now, I I never knew about this type until about a month ago. Like most, but people. they're everywhere. They're everywhere. But it's you know what? It's uh, you know we're joking and we don't want to make light of this this horrible situation the world finds us in. But we do want to kind of keep things you know positive here as 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 one would do if you were one of the co-hosts of the Yule here at podcast you and I and that is you know the few little silver linings like they talk about um, you know cities aren't as polluted because people aren't driving around you know families are kind of um, bonding but uh, I think that that really people have waited until this time to get deep into practice and so this almost covers everybody I think even really good practicers you've been a great practicer for a while I've been kind of in and out of it pretty good lately but I mean you've been very disciplined about it but I think that um, you know you can always go next level with just sort of more time and more like a reset. This has been a giant reset. Now, not everybody has been able to take advantage of it to practice, but we've definitely talked to a lot of people that are like, wow, I'm, I'm getting time to practice. And like really good players, too, that are like, I don't have any gigs. I mean, Greg Hutchinson, we we did an episode. Uh, is that one I heard yet? I don't even remember. But we did a nice little episode with Greg, I think, for the podcast. And he was talking about his regimen starting at 730 a.m. And I'm like, dude, you're good, man. What are you talking about? But it's like, you know, <laughs> going back to some real basic kind of things you know snare drum stuff or whatever else it is he's practicing so that's been kind of a beautiful thing uh is these practicers that have waited until a pandemic should we call them pandemic practicers <laughs> let's not judge peter we're all trying <laughs> we're all on our own journey here i'm judging positively um, is what i'm saying no it's um, good any any practice is good practice pandemic or not that's right whatever the circumstance it's all good that's so. right right all right uh I think that does it. That for does today. it. You got anything else? Yeah. No, that's that's it. We we just want to send a lot of love and thank you guys for listening uh, to us. And we're very excited to uh, be here with you. We hope that you are uh, strong and healthy. And we ask that you you know look out for your brother and for your sister, for your other, for all the humans around you. You know, this is a time for that through through music and through family and through neighbors and 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 stay low as much as you can, man. We, we, we got to beat this thing and it's on all of us and just that energy and global community. I mean, you we were joking about John Coltrane changes, but if you think about it, I've been listening to some train lately. I've been going back and just checking out stuff that, you know, uh, I hadn't listened to in a while and like, you know, that's that the beauty that that represents the power of that music, I really believe is the kind of energy that if we, we, we manifest that ourselves as musicians that can really help out with solving uh, what's happening in the world today. So we just ask everybody to do that. Lay low, social distancing, and let's uh, flatten the curve. That's right. And until tomorrow, you'll hear it. <laughs>